Welcome to In The Loop Podcast, a podcast that is inspired by the breakaway roping lifestyle. I'm your host, Jordan Joe, professional rodeo athlete, NFR qualifier, and business owner. My goal is to promote the sport of breakaway roping, alongside with celebrating and highlighting elite competitors in and out of the arena. This podcast shares the raw and the real of breakaway roping, bringing you behind-the-scenes stories from competitors, producers, leaders, and the trailblazers, all sharing stories of the Western culture and the lifestyle that they live daily. Join me to talk about breakaway roping, the history, the present, and the future of our sport. If you want to be in the loop, you're in the right place. Thank you for joining us. Take a listen. Okay, y'all, so today I am pretty pumped here with Braley Shepard, Rookie of the Year 2023. Um, she just is fresh off of her circuit finals, came out of there with some money. Who would have thunk it? Uh, Braley, thanks for coming to the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So little did I know Braley is a baby. She's only 19 years old, and me being 32, even though I'll say my age, I feel like I'm really old and you're really young. Um, but, uh, talk a little bit about what it's like being the WPRA PRCA resist all breakaway roping rookie of the year. Oh man, it's, it's crazy to think about it. I don't even think it's all the way hit me yet. Uh, all the feelings and everything is kind of cluttered in, but it's, it's awesome. It's kind of a dream come true. I've always looked up to everyone that I roped against this year and being able to ride Larry D's horse after you know, looking up to her and dreaming of trying to be like her and um, the kind of the trials that I've been through and everything just topped it off of, of winning it too. Well, and it's it's been a jam-packed year for you and we're going to jump into all of that, but let's just start right out of the box with talking about your horsepower. So when I first saw you, you were riding a dun horse that looked like he had been snake bit on the side of his nose and I thought... And then on top of that, you were like, you know, kicking butt, taking names, two, five, two, four. I don't remember where I first saw you, but you were, you were killing them. And I'm like, I wonder if that girl knows her horse is gotten snake bit. Like there's a huge lump on the side of his nose. And so that's kind of how we became buds. I went up to you and I said, what, what happened to your horse? And you're like, oh yeah, no, she, she has, he or she has cancer. I don't know if it was a, a Marigelding, but it's cancerous. And I was like, oh my gosh. And you're like, yeah, but it doesn't bother him. So that's kind of where I got to know you and where you started off. You have been a fierce competitor ever since you were a young little girl. So talk a little bit about your career, kind of where you have come from to get to the point to where you are today. So all the all the trials and, and everything from what she was saying about my horse, that's just kind of how it's been. I mean, I've trial over trial. I've lost a lot of horses and stuff, but uh, that's just shaped who I am. and and helped me become the roper I am. Uh, and growing up, my dad was a horse trainer. Um, so that taught me a lot of horsemanship and, and helped my roping a lot. And still to this day, I, I can jump on about anything and, and be able to fill and do what the horse kind of needs. And, and, um, growing up, I had two older brothers and I had to keep up with them riding ponies up on the mountain and 
always getting left behind, but it just kind of made me tougher and be able to take the trials and, and push through them trials. Well, and that is one thing. You you are a very tough of cowgirl and and i think that anybody that's met you or knows you um it doesn't take more than five seconds after talking to you to to see that very humble competitor as well and uh somebody that i think a lot of people have a lot of respect for talk a little bit about those trials you know um you you lost your horse this year you got to step in there and get on larry d's horse so share that story with us how how did that all come about and come into fruition for you to work for this year yeah, I mean, I planned on the reason I bought my card this year is I planned on that my good horse dollar to last me at least till Houston or the winter rodeos to kind of set my season up for the rookie deal. And then I was going to go from there because I knew he didn't have much longer, but I didn't know he was going to go that quick. And and after that, it kind of really almost lit a fire in me that was like, you know, I can still do this. You know, I can push through it. I can get through it. And, and I'm going to do it for him. And, and being able to get the opportunity to ride for or ride Larry D's horse is just awesome for her to to do that for me and and see that it would benefit me and her, you know. And, and then going from there, it was just is kind of crazy. She felt a lot like my good horse and it, it kind of gave me cold chills when I wrote the first calf on her, when I tried her because she was, she's a lot similar to him. And I kind of knew then that I had to take that chance and that opportunity to, to set myself up and be able to have a chance this year for the rookie and, and all the trials that I kind of had going down the road, roping was good, but going down the road, I, I had a little bit of trailer problems, wrecks, and totaled the truck and trailer, and it wasn't great, but it's it's good looking back at it now and being able to say I, I pushed through that and I done it. Well, and that'll be one one buckle, not just for the accolade of Resist All Rookie of the Year, but because of all the memories and all the trials that you literally conquered to get through and get that buckle. Uh, I think that'll be a special one for you to cherish for you and your family for lifelong. But talk about those trials. Okay, so you get out there. You didn't know your horse was going to go that fast. You lose your horse. Um, you go try this one for Larry D. And and tell me a little bit about the horse that you tried for Larry D. Um, that horse was kind of green. Hadn't really been just a whole lot of places, but had a, amazing ability. And you guys just clicked. And it was just like... Both of you were meant to be together and, and you just took off and you you had a really hot winning streak and really continued throughout the whole year and through this summer, through the through the fall, through the Northwest, and you finished really strong. So talk a little bit about that horse and, and kind of how y'all grew together. Yeah, I mean, it was it was tough at the start and, and tougher at the end because I got to the point where she kind of, she was getting good and then she kind of got bad and I kind of had to go back and tune her up and stuff, but nothing horrible. But like you said, she started out a little bit green, you know, she hardly had been took very many places and she had been screwing up in the box or not screwing up, but blown up in the box to where that was my biggest problem. And I've never really had one kind of that I had to pick at to get right in the corner and and that's taught me a lot to to just really focus on what I've got to do and not my horse. And, and that mare's taught me so much. And I taught her, you know, 
to where roping all summer on her, I had to keep going back and forth and, and kind of getting her right in the box for the next rodeo. And, and I feel like we both grew together, you know, yeah. so it's kind of this yeah. a good deal. Well, and too, I think that, you know, the better she got, the better you got. And I think that one of the biggest things that I remember, I will remember from this year is you weren't, you didn't rope like a rookie. You roped like you'd been there forever. I mean, you were a contender all year long and, and even through till the end uh, to maybe make your first NFR. Uh, you were winning lots of checks and, and pulling big checks, good money on, on that horse. And so I think it was just a really cool fairy tale story for, for you and her both, you know, that you, like you said, you grew together and, and that was really good. Uh, so, so talk about kind of the end of the trail this summer. What is, what was y'all's agreement? I mean, you were just going to ride that horse and finish out. Um, did you get the opportunity to possibly purchase that horse or, or, or did you give her back? What does that look like now? Well, when September 30th hit, I, uh, I won Bowie and Larry D and them guys were there and I said, okay, you know, she done me good. I'm done. I'm done. I've got what I needed, you know, and, and. Larry D's like, well, she's just going to sit so you can keep her. And and so we kind of agreed on the winter rodeos and to kind of set me up for next year, you know. That's exciting. So you're going to get to ride her at the winter rodeos this year? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so. so let's let's talk a little bit about your trials. You know, I think that that's something that a lot of people don't know you know, and, and I think that one thing, if anybody has rodeoed for any amount of time, it's not if something is going to break, but when something breaks. Um, my husband and I, we also had a few trials this summer ourselves, and we'd been pretty fortunate for to not encounter so many of those. And, and there's lots of struggles that you go through. So talk about some of the trials, not just in the arena that you got through this year, but but outside of the arena. You know, like you said, you had some truck trouble, trailers, all the things. So tell us a little bit about that. And kind of what kept you going and kept you motivated to get through oh man i was expecting it to be tough but i was not expecting it to be that tough i will say that uh <laughs> i probably i i don't think i can have a worse year i mean maybe i can but man it was it was heck it seemed like every other day i it something else had happened or you know but i just had the support and i kept I mean, I would have been done after, you know, the winter rodeos when I didn't have a horse, but I still was a contender in the rookie deal. And, and I didn't want to give up on that because I was in there so good, you know, and I just kept pushing. And there's about five times I was to the point where I was like, okay, I'm loading up. I'm going home. I'm done. My dad wouldn't let me come home. And, and he, he supported me and my family and everyone, all the support pushed me along the way you know and with all them trials and and everything I just had to take them trials and and take them as a learning thing that this is going to help me down the road you know whether it is horrible right now or not so I just had to keep pushing and look at the end result well and I, I love that you know the perseverance there it just sticks out but your dad is a really key part in everything you do um i think a lot of people probably don't know that that's your dad because you he's always behind the scenes very rarely is he in the middle of anything except for pushing um, but he's always got a smile on his face and he's he's a big part of your roping 
Uh, so talk about a little bit about your family. I know you said earlier you were riding up the mountains on your ponies with your brother. And I'm like, what a tough little girl. Like I rode on the hill on my pony and I thought I was a cowgirl, like no mountains for me. Um, so talk a little bit about your family and your dad and your brothers and, and kind of how they set you up for where you are now. Oh yeah. They've, they've been a big part. I mean, like I said, with the horsemanship of my dad and, and, uh, set me up with horses when I was little, he would always have, always have me on all kinds of different horses, you know, to help me get to where I am now. And, and my brother always had a ton of pen of calves for me to rope and, and always helping me, you know, and he, he would always be roping with me, kind of the competition, you know, there. And uh, my mom has always been supportive of it all and, you know, in the truck all the time with a smile. And, but it, it just takes so much to get down the road and, and to, to do this sport, you know, and you have to have that support system system behind you. Well, I don't think that if that's something that's ring true amongst everyone I've talked to or competed alongside, that is the support system is crucial and vital to everything that we do. Um, talk a little bit about your rookie year before you got started. You know, you said you had done done pretty good and you were sitting in the rookie standings good. Um, what did your road look like as a rookie? Did you start out at the permit finals? Did you where where did you start and kind of what were your expectations as a rookie breakaway roper? Yeah, so it all pretty much started off in Waco last year. Um, on dollar, I uh, placed in the average, and it set me up to go to Houston and then big rodeos. And uh, I think from there, that's kind of what was like, okay, like I've got a chance, you know, for the rookie. And uh, then rodeos didn't go as good as I'd hoped for. But with that trial, I kind of didn't want to give up, you know, so I just kept pushing and and going until I got this horse and then it just it just set everything off. Well and I every time I mean it and you've encountered a lot and you're humble you're so humble hearted that you're you know it's just like I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to challenge you with a trial because it just seems like that just makes you work harder and push your head down and keep fighting to the end. So um, the enemy he needs to get a little bit of a heads up there. But anyway, uh, you you like you said you got that horse you did to Houston. Um, you finished your year strong. Did you stay out there all year long? Did you were you gone for four months? Uh, was that in your plan or did it just kind of as you you know you had some things you got that horse then you decided to stay out there. Um, what was going through your head as a strategy there for your rookie year? You know, there was no strategy behind this year at all because, like I said, week by week I took it because trial after trial kept coming. But after I got this mare, I kind of, I was still over in Texas and that. And then I decided I'd just go circuit rodeo. And, and then I, I won a few down here in my circuit and then that's kind of when I started entering but I was lucky enough to be able to come back and forth to Utah and live at my brother's house so I really wasn't out on the road for very long maybe about a month is how long I stayed out there at one point but there at the end I really did go hard but I kind of just wanted to take it one rodeo at a time and make each one count and do what I could do and that's kind of how my rookie year was, is just making each one count. Yeah. 
I love that. And I think that that's something you'll carry with you throughout, um, you know, the rest of your career is you're going to learn things like that throughout every run that you make that is going to build upon the next run and the next run and the next run. And, and that's what makes great breakaway ropers. Uh, what was your favorite thing about this year? What was your favorite memory that comes to mind when you talk about your rookie year? Um, probably one of the wins that was probably the hardest win, but it made it the best win was, uh, in gooding after I had totaled and wrecked my truck and trailer. Um, I had to turn out of a few rodeos and, and go back to my brothers and reset and then went back out. But that was probably the, the main one that really set everything apart is when I won that one. How did you total your truck and trailer? What happened? Uh, going around a turn, I went into a ditch full of rocks. Ugh. And it tore everything up. Lord, thank goodness you're okay. That is scary. Yeah. yeah. That is scary. So all the late nights, the hour drives, all those things. Um, if you were going to give somebody that's a rookie right now, that's like, hey, I want a rodeo. I want to go for the rookie of the year. With all the experiences you've been through, all the trials, all the triumphs, what would be some advice that you would give to them for this year? Um, Trust the process because you never know what's going to happen, how it's going to all fall out. You've got to trust it and just focus on what you're focused on and what you can control and make each and everything count. Well, I love that. And I think that it's it's a simple analogy, but it's a lot more difficult than one makes it. Um, and, yeah. I, and I love that. I think it's very true to everything that you represent and do. Uh, a little bit about the mental strategy. I think that so many people could pick up from you through all these trials. You just kept on with your perseverance and all, all the things that came with that. Um, where does that come from? If you were going to give somebody some advice on keeping a mindset to, you know, excel and do the best and be the best that you can be each and every day, what piece of advice would you give them? For me, it's climbing the hill. I mean, you can climb as hard as you can climb, but at one point you're going to get knocked down, but you just got to keep climbing the hill until you're at the top. The tunnel ain't always dark. It's It's got an opening at the end, you know, and that's been my mindset through all the trials and everything, but just taking one day in each run or whatever it is, you know, in life, just take it one step at a time. I love that. There's always light at the end of the tunnel and one step at a time, you know, chipping away, getting there, going through the process. Um, some great pieces of advice. Um, are you sure you're only 19, Braley? <laughs> well, after this year, it's, it's a questionable deal now. <laughs> <laughs> are you, do you have wrinkles already? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so all the things that you went through, um, you've experienced breakaway through and through this year. And you've got to see a little bit of it. Like you said, Larry D was, is and was one of your idols growing up. Um, but now you're going to have little girls looking up to you. So if there was something that you could do for the sport of breakaway right now, or you could share with everybody about you know, where you think the sport is going or could go, what would that be? Um, I just started, like you said, with Larry. I mean, I've always looked up to her and, and I've been to a few of her clinics, but I just put on a clinic 
last week. And that's my main goal. I've always had that goal is to help out everyone, you know. And I want to teach and help the younger generation like I used to be that, that ever you guys, you know, helped me get there. Well, and, and I think that that's so cool. And uh, you're making me feel old, but it is, it's, it's about giving back and, and it's about supporting that and how cool that it all comes full circle and you got to give your first clinic. So tell me a little bit about that. Um, I know you're in Utah right now. You've got some, you're riding some Colts. You're working a little bit. Uh, are you going to start offering some more clinics? And if so, what does that look like? Yeah, I think so. Um, I have a lot more respect for the clinicians, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what but, did you learn about being a clinician, Braley? It just takes a lot. I mean, you you have to pick your own head more than you pick the the kids' head. You know, <laughs> trying to trying to pull each string out of helping them. But no, that's what I like about it is just just seeing the result. You know, of what you can do to help them. Well, and I think that that makes it worthwhile. And that's one thing, you know, Raymond, he does a lot of private clinics as well. And, you know, the couple that I've helped him do, that's one thing he told me in the beginning was, hey, you're going to learn more about roping for you than you will really teaching somebody else. And I thought, oh, yeah, right. Like, give me a break. But you do because you have to yeah. think when you're trying to help somebody or explain to them, hey, this is why you should do this. And then you're like, hey, well, why do I do that? And so you really got to be able to break it down to the minute details that actually do make the difference to be able to execute and do those things. And, you know, my husband is one of the best at it. And and I'm grateful for him because Lord knows I'm hardheaded and he has enough trouble helping <laughs> me. Um, but just helping others, I think I, I think it is a great experience uh, because you truly do. You have to break it down to the minute details and figure out why you do what you do and how it makes it work. And I do. I, I agree with you. I think you get more out of it than the your students do. So it's, it's pretty yeah. fun to come full circle there. Yeah. So talk about 2024. Okay. So you get to ride your, your little mare that Larry D owns. I know you're excited about that. You guys have kind of just hit your, hit your, your rocking and rolling and, and coming in hot. So what does that look like for you? 2024? What's your plans? Uh, or do you have any plans? Are you just going to take it one, one calf at a time again? Yeah, I, I'm going to take it one calf at a time, but I've got, I'm set for at least the winter rodeos, you know, I want to set myself up to, to be able to have a good summer. And that's just the plan for now. But as of right now, I'm just going to take it one, one run at a time, you know, and go from there. So if you had to go back and do this year, any different, would you do anything different? I don't want to go back. <laughs> she says, no, 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 no. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, it was it was good while it lasted, but I don't think I want to go back. <laughs> so, what is it going to be like? Have you thought about what it's going to be like to go into that Thomas and Mac and accept your buckle for Rookie of the Year 2024? Have you thought about what that's going to be like? No, it just gives me cold chills of thinking about it. But it, it's just awesome. I mean, like I said, it it's just a dream come true for, and it this. It just makes me proud of myself for all the hard work and not quitting, you know, because of what all got thrown at me. 
Well, as a fellow competitor, and I got to watch you rope all year long, and and ex- I didn't experience those things with you, but I watched you, you know, work through them and conquer those trials. And I just want to say congratulations. Um, and I'm proud of you as well. And I'm so I love to hear that you're proud of yourself uh, because it's a very humble thing. But but you should be because you kept going. You ran your race, and uh, the end result worked out really good for you and, and your the future is really bright um, but I have one last question if you had to give a young breakaway roper any piece of advice you go back and you give them any piece of advice on coming into this year not just as a rookie breakaway roper but into a career in breakaway roping um, and setting themselves up for the longevity in the sport of breakaway what would that be um I tell this to everyone, and um, always, like, when you're roping the dummy or anything in life, do it, at, do it for as a purpose, you know? Like, have a purpose in what you're doing. And as a, as a younger, like, young me, I wish I had a purpose a little more when I'd rope the dummy and screw off, you know, with my little play rope and everything. But always have a purpose in what you do, you know? set three things out that you want to do good that day and, and do it, you know? Well, I, and I think, I think that that's a great answer because you think about it, let's break it down a little bit further. If you set three intentions every day and you do those three things consistently every day for every year, think how far you're going to be in one year and five years and 10 years, not just for you, but for yourself, for those around you, for your career, for your family, for those to come. Um, If you're just consistent to yourself, if you just honor yourself and you do that process and you are intentional, there are, it's just the, the law of attraction and uh, combination and all those things. I mean, it's going to be an amazing result, no matter what path you go on. Right. And I think that that makes all the difference. The law of compound. I don't know if there's even law of compound. I'm going to have to do some science things. <laughs> some science research. Um, but yeah, well, Riley, it's been it's been great to talk to you today. I know you're driving home from your sugar finals. You're tired. Um, you, you've got long ways to go. But thank you so much for taking the time today. Congratulations on a fairy tale year. And not just for obtaining that rookie of the year buckle, but also for conquering all of those mini trials. I hope that next year is a blessed and abundantly blessed year and not so many trials for you uh, coming up. But congratulations on this title. And I appreciate you for taking the time to come to the show today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us on In The Loop Breakaway Roping Podcast. I truly appreciate all of your loyal support. Don't forget to leave me a review, share this episode with a friend, and if you have any questions, I want to hear from you. Email me at jordan at com. Go check us out, sign up for our newsletter, get our email alerts, text alerts, and all things breakaway roping. I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you down the road.